Hello, fellow hooligans, and welcome back to another episode of Quick Quotes. Uh, it's been a minute. Um, we're coming back right off the heels of our LVO uh, trip. Uh, Goofy was uh, back home holding down the fort, making sure, you know, those uh, Chinese spy balloons uh, weren't getting any uh, information that they didn't need to get. When um, it was shot down, that was me. I shot it down. <laughs> he shot I'm it down with, with a bow and arrow. <laughs> I might be blind, but I can't hit a balloon. <laughs> how was, uh, how was uh, the trip? It was fun, man. We were just talking about it. Like, uh, I didn't have as much time to get um, footage or audio as much as I wanted to. You know, I had plan. I had plans for like, you know, getting everybody's thoughts on this and that every day, and it just didn't turn out that way, man. There was so little time in between each round. Like I was telling you, we'd have an hour after the first round. We'd have an hour lunch. And that was like to go get food and come back and be back for the next round. And then in between round two and three, there was only like a 15 to 30 minute break. And that was to get to your next table. So we were basically playing for like six hours straight for the second and third round. Uh, I remember but it you was... saying uh, that uh, they wouldn't let you bring outside food in. Yeah, dude. They were being That's fucking weird. Yeah, it is. Which is stupid because it's, it's food from the hotel. Like it was just, it was fucking dumb, man. They wanted, buy, they wanted you to wait like an hour in line to buy their shitty like fucking cafeteria food that they had there. And then I found that the side doors were just unlocked. So I just started going out through the side. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> fuck these guys, bro. I'm bringing my own shit next time. Fuck them. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't kneel to the man. Get yeah, I'm gonna bring want. in a fucking barbecue grill. I don't give a fuck, man. They can try and stop me. <laughs> you could take some of that smoked meat. You know? I was gonna say I'll hit up Mike for his smoker. <laughs> we'll just fucking we'll throw it in there, you know, put it in the restroom, just be smoking meat in one of the stalls. The restroom will smell better than shit. Fuck, dude. That was another thing I was telling some of the boys. Uh, me and Jose, we went to the restroom. Um, you know, so we're in a desert, right? Vegas is in a desert, so we're all dehydrating and shit, and we're fucking too stupid to realize you're not supposed to drink a shit ton of water at once when you're dehydrating. You're yeah, supposed yeah, to sip, sip on it. it. Sip yeah, it you're slow. supposed yep, to sip yep. it. So we're, like, fucking pissing and dehydrating even further, and these motherfucking nasty-ass nerds, dude. Like, I'm a fucking nerd, but I'm not a disgusting nerd like these guys. Um, they're in there shitting fucking all over the place. I would hope they're wiping their ass, um, and then they're fucking, they're just leaving. They don't even fucking wash their hands, these dirty-ass motherfuckers, dude. You're giving them way too much credit. Like, way too much credit. <laughs> Uh, that's why I said maybe maybe that maybe they're washing their hands. I don't fucking know, but yeah, dude. Yeah, they'll, they'll pee on their hands and then they'll do with that. Goofy, goofy. Yeah. Next year you'll have to go with us. See, this is how we're gonna do no, it. This, no. this is how we'll get the, our extra footage. Is you'll be the cameraman, and that uh -huh. way you can have some of that Giordano's deep dish pizza. Oh fuck, Goofy. Oh man, any pizza that you've ever had, this is better, guaranteed, guaranteed, Goof. Guaranteed. I do. I guarantee it. So Toby, uh, Tobias, one of my uh, regulars, he's like, he was telling me, he's like, bro, this pizza is so fucking bomb. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's good. You know, like I I've had it plenty of times. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I know this is good. He's like, no, you don't understand, man. I hate pizza. I fucking hate it. I'm like, how the fuck can you hate pizza, dude? He goes, oh, we're just so poor growing up. We got pizza. I'm like, fuck, bro. You had money for pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's a treat. I know exactly. It was like a once in every now and then kind of thing, you know. Um, but the yeah, only time dude. I would get it was uh, I had to go to church, and then after church, <laughs> then you get pizza. So I associated pizza with God for a long the time. Pizza was God. That that was a when you'd go do your uh, communion shit, you know, instead of the bread, like this is yeah, the flesh yeah. price, I'll, and I'll, it's just I'll, bread I'll, crust. <laughs> I confess my sins, and then I'm allowed a little bit of pizza. <laughs> the, the 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 father's holding up a pepperoni slice above my head. And <laughs> 
he does blesses the, the, the me cr- with, it. With, the, with the grease, <laughs> the grease from the pepperoni. He fucking yeah. makes a cross on your forehead. Oh, that's so gross. And then he's like, vaya con Dios. Like, vaya con Dios. Thank you, Father. Vaya con Dios. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, even, um, so Daniel, he's one of my newer guys. Uh, he's been hanging out at the shop for about a year now. And uh, really cool, dude. Really nice guy. He, we, uh, he, we all went together and... Um, he uh when we were coming back from the the trip on the way back you know i was asking uh it was jose jr and uh daniel in the car with me as i was driving and i was like so what was the best part of the trip and it goes oh like the event or the whole trip in general I'm like the whole trip in general like what was your favorite part and then jr's like all right well getting a world's invite from you know my performance i'm like that's a really good yeah that's a really good part jose's talking about you know a game he had where he killed a bunch of wookies i'm like oh that's cool yeah and daniel's like the pizza <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah the pizza was pretty fucking good so yeah. you know everybody's excited next year to get pizza again um but yeah man no, it was cool had a lot of fun um dude it took me like a week to recover dude we're so fucking beat we're so tired dude yeah and you you had um you had your baptism next right yeah so the fu- <laughs> fuck dude i recovered just in time to go back to fireball <laughs> to uh baptize my niece which was fine you know it was fun I, I loved it you know i love hanging out with my friends and my family and stuff and it's all about you know hanging with my niece and it's her big day um but uh dude the funny thing with the baptism is the freaking priest bro like we pay 500 bucks to have this um this baptism there at the church and the dude's still asking for more money dude like you were there right yeah i remember and he that. was like, like oh did you have fun yeah all right well consider donating oh he was so heavy-handed with that shit dude mm-hmm. that was that was really odd he just brings out the basket or, or he has the the little minion on the side bring out the basket dude well what's fucked up is he brought out that basket but he also gave me two envelopes he was like it's a, it's a common courtesy for the uh the godfather to the godparents to donate money i'm like what the mm-hmm. fuck bro man fuck you dude my mom's like i'll take care of that don't worry about it i'm like all right yeah, whatever you it, know it, it is really odd i i personally think that that's a normal thing because um, i'm, I'm sure to them it's normal yeah, yeah i'm sure to them it's normal but it's like um it's a really odd thing it's just it's so scummy and not just that i mean you saw as soon as we were done they just fucking started turning the lights off on us and shit like get the fuck yeah that out. was that was messed up that it was, was like, yeah dude I think like we were I'm, right there taking pictures or whatever and then like within five minutes after that it's like okay they're just like click yeah get, get the fuck out yeah i'm like oh man i, I think he didn't like the- you because uh you didn't pay up I did probably... pay up though. I gave him money. It's funny. Oh, it's like even yeah, dude. I gave him like forty bucks. I don't know how much <laughs> he expected, but I was like, "Here you go, bro." Oh, I bet they expected way more than. That. Yeah, whatever, man. Screw you, dude. I expected to not have to pay more than five hundred bucks already, dude. Yeah, definitely. I agree because yeah, me with and that. your me and your sister split that, and then mm-hmm. my mom gave even more. Like I don't know, whatever, man. It is what it is. We did it mainly for my mom, you know. She wants them my my niece to get baptized and stuff, and yeah, you know, I, it's thought, I got the feeling that that was more for her than anybody else. Which oh is, yeah, which is a very nice gesture. God did punish me though, man. Uh, I was fucking around. <laughs> if you noticed, I was fucking around with the the candle, like, because I, I don't know what to do. So I'm just like, ooh, you know, I'm a fucking firebender. And then the fucking wax started spilling on my hand. I was like, all right, all right, I'll chill, I'll chill. <laughs> all right, God, I get the message. I get it, I get it. Because I was all making faces and stuff too. The, the, the priest was a fucking creep, dude. Like he was just being hella creepy. Because anytime he'd uh, he'd uh, 
acknowledge my niece or whatever, like, oh, the beautiful, you know, whatever, Mirasol. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, whatever. Fucking priests are creeps a lot of the time, unfortunately. I, it is I what think it a is. lot of it has to do with their background or their history with them. Our, I mean, our history with them, like all this stuff coming out or whatever. And you, oh, you yeah, have to look dude. at them. You look at them with the second look every time now because of that. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm looking at them all side-eyed now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know. I, I'm sure maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, maybe his intentions were just like, hey, this is a beautiful person. They're growing up, whatever. But, yeah, you still got to give them a second look because uh, history has shown know. us they're, they're pretty scummy now. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know about now. I think it's been a long time like that. Oh, it's been then. Well, what I mean, it's apparent to us now. <laughs> yeah, go, right. Go back it's 20 out. years and we, we would look at them like saints. Like they they can do no wrong. Bro, some of these older people still do, right? I Man, I feel, I don't want to say feel bad, but it's like, man, it's going to suck for these guys when uh, their money fucking stops coming in because all these old people are dying off, dude. Like it's all the people be a while. Like, I don't know, dude. All the people like my grandparents' ages, they're all gone, you know? And then my mom's age, I mean, fuck, dude. Like, they're getting up there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how many people around, you know, the generation right before us and us and afterwards, how many of them are actually going to be, you know, devout Catholics still. Um, I know I'm not. <laughs> my mom was laughing. She was laughing. She told me afterwards, she's like, I was laughing when when the uh, priest was telling you and Perla that it's your responsibility to bring her to church. And, this, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Nah, it, it was cool. That was fun. It was, you know, my niece looked really pretty. You know, she had her dress and all that stuff. She was happy to hang out with her friends. It was fucking, were you there when we were throwing fucking change at the kids? That shit was fucking fun. No, no, dude. I left before that. But uh, uh, we we're, we're, say... were, were pelting them. So I was trying not to do it directly. So I was banking them off the wall. I would just be throwing them off the wall. But every now and then I'd get a kid like on the head. Just, oh. <laughs> you messed up, man. If I was me, I would aim for the eyes. I know, right? So I was trying not to hit them, though. Uh, the one, the only thing I I was gonna ask you was uh they did it differently than most uh the baptism I'm, I mean um don't they normally dunk like the child into the water they just pour a little bit of water in her head right no 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 yeah they don't, they don't normally dunk them no that that's like the weird Christian one where they fucking dunk them in a tub um no dude they, it's always been pouring them because you get the little conch it's part of the little baptism thing you get the conch you pour it on mm-hmm. them and then you wipe it off with the fucking little cloth and shit. Um, I I think it varies from. Church I, I to don't church. know, bro. Maybe maybe they're just trying to drown you, dude. Maybe they're just trying to drown. Well, that's you. that's the point. You're being reborn, <laughs> like you're you drown and then you you're you're technically oh, no, dead. That's and... Not what it is. It's no, you're technically lit. dead. No, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, again, they're probably oh, who knows more about religion, you or me. Me, dude. <laughs> really? You you've yeah. been through all you've been through all of this more than I no, have. No, I've done a lot of research though, and I know, dude. The the whole point research is just account experience. You, you do that. You you get the conch and you pour it on them, and you're washing away original sin. This is the uh, uh, holy quotes uh, podcast. Um, but if you love God, especially Egyptian gods, oh, do we have the episode for you? Uh, I'm a bigger fan of Norse gods, but yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Personal experience has shown me, like, yeah, they dunk those babies in there and then just pull them out. I don't know, bro. I've never it's seen like that not one. the whole thing. Like, they'll dunk the head. Yeah, I don't know about that, bro. I, I'm I'm not joking, but uh, like I said, it's it's. If, I think it does vary from church to church. I think uh, I'm more in. I I could I want to say down south in Mexico is something that they did. I just don't remember because it was so long ago and I was like a dumb kid. Still dumb, but not a kid anymore. All right. Anyways, Goof, uh, what quotes Mm. are you going to be bringing this episode? So I'm talking about an anime that I really like. 
Also a manga called Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man? Uh, Friday the 13th? Mm, Friday the 13th? Really? Yeah. Jason? He's yeah, got Chainsaw. Jason. <laughs> well, <laughs> Jason the, like, the anime. The, the, yeah. J- <laughs> uh, you know what? I want to see a Jason anime now. That would be dope. That's another kid that got dunked in the water and came back reborn. <laughs> you're you're right. Yes. He was baptized <laughs> in Captain Crystal Lake. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, and what are you bringing for us today? I, myself, uh, am bringing uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I already said uh, Egyptian gods, man. Egyptian gods. Time to duel. It's time to duel. I was a big fan of Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. I loved Oh, fuck it. yeah, dude. I think that's how we first met, actually. Like, how we first started, like, um, interacting. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, in Mills, you you were, like, one of the few kids that had Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like, I remember ones. that because... Uh, you had that fusion card that was, like, a dragon that was a train. It was, it's just called Metal Dragon. Very creative. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But um, was back- I remember because I took a trip somewhere with my parents out to somewhere north up to a lake or whatever. And our way back, we found we stopped at a gas station and had Yu-Gi-Oh packs. I'm like, hell yeah. I got the, <laughs> one of the first packs. I'm like, okay, let's get this. Was, my was my dad a, was pissed. Why was he pissed? Because he's like, you want to spend money on stupid cards? And I'm like, yeah. Damn. He was not happy. He's like, you could have got a drink. You could have got chips or something. I'm like, yeah, but I got these cards now. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. <laughs> what, what set was it? Was it Legend of Blue Eyes? I don't uh, recall. I think it Legend was of so Blaze was ago. the very first set. Um, I, I can find out right now. Metal Dragon, uh, what set he came out in. Um, yeah, it was the first they, or second set. I don't really remember, but I, it, it, I, I, it's giving me vibes of the first set. Yeah, I think it was the... I think it was the first set. Let me check real quick. I was about to do the same. Yeah, Legend of Blue Eyes. Yeah, Legend of Blue Eyes, first edition. Mm-hmm. Yep. Worth a whole twenty five cents right now on TCG player. Yep. One of the, the machine best cards. fusion, <laughs> Steel Ogre Grotto and Lesser Dragon. And yeah, it was like yep. a weird train thing. I remember you had that, and I was like, "Whoa, my god!" It was the coolest thing ever, man. Like you look at a card, like, <laughs> and then you you see, <laughs> you see Pokemon cards. You're like, "That's pretty cool, yeah." But they've been around for a while. What's the new hotness? Yeah. And it's like Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, it's it's slimmer profile. Different colored cards. It's, it's slick and thin. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Look You're at like, that. oh, fuck, mm. man. <laughs> it's funny looking at the old cards. too. was like, fuck, this is weak for being how many stars in a fusion. Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh was a different game back in the past, but it's a different game now as well. So, Yeah, because I think in between, and that's actually how I met Mike, too, like how I started hanging out was through Yu-Gi-Oh as well. Because uh, I remember you had the cards. And mm-hmm. nobody else was really able to get a hold of them for a while, dude. Like, they're just hard to get a hold of for some reason. And it plus, was, it doesn't it help a, where we were at. Yeah, it was pretty niche. They eventually came around, but... um, Well, we lived in the middle of nowhere, dude. Nobody in town mm-hmm. had them. No, we, so, we had to drive, what, 15, 20 minutes just to get somewhere where they might have them, you know, mm-hmm. if they weren't sold out. I remember I would drive to Dos Palace because there was that random-ass uh, video rental store that was in the middle of nowhere. It was a little trailer, and they would have Yu-Gi-Oh! packs. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Just it was fucking random, dude. It was random. Um, we eventually got them here as well. Like it, it, it took a maybe a year or two. But who who got them in town? Like who who uh, uh, one of the one of the ninety nine cent stores got them. Um, I remember because I, I bought the I bought a uh, what's his face Joey's first deck. 
Are you uh, sure, man? I am one hundred percent positive. Because <laughs> and, it, and it was and legit. The, it was legit. Uh, it wasn't a bunch the, of stickers. Nope. Um, it was official. It has. I still have the cards, and I have the the little foldable playmat that came with it. Wow. And uh, that's where I got my uh, Penguin Soldier, my best card. <laughs> and um, myself and uh, uh, Hector, our mutual friend, he yeah, uh, also yeah. he's, he's uh, he got it before I did. And he told me about it. I'm like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go there next. That's dope. That's I think dope. it sold like for ten or eleven dollars. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, which was a lot of money back then. It dude. was, and I was like, cool, I have it, so I got it. Yeah, the um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I, I remember you had them, and that's when I kind of started talking to you. And then I remember we were doing that little summer camp in between fifth and sixth grade, and then we would play because by that summer we were able to finally get the cards like at Walmart and shit like that. Um, and I remember, yeah, we would play during that little summer camp because we were having it at the high school and we were playing our backpacks. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mike sat down and he was like, hey, my brother plays this game or my brother has these cards. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, that's cool, bro, whatever, you know. <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. And then I remember, you know, first day of middle school, sixth grade, it was like me, maybe you and, you know, the rest of the guys like uh, Ivan Blanco, Hector Zambrano, uh, Francisco, um, who else would have been part of that group that might have been in that. Like, we were walking towards the uh, the cafeteria to go get like breakfast or snack or whatever. And I remember Mike just grabbing onto my shoulders like, hey, I know you. I'm like, uh, what's up? Dude? <laughs> what's up, weirdo? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? OK, whatever, man. You know, and then he just kind of stuck around and, you know, one thing led to another and uh, we're friends still. Yeah. What a weirdo. <laughs> just, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude, it's funny. And then, yeah, Mike played Yu-Gi-Oh for a bit. Um, I mean, we had, dude, everybody in the school. Dude, I remember Yu-Gi-Oh became so fucking huge, dude. Like, yeah. Um, from middle school all the way to high school one of our friends was uh i i don't know how he did it but he got a costume for you and came for that like for halloween he he didn't get to spike up his hair properly because it just didn't stay because you can't it's it's right because it's anime hair it's anime hair (laughs) it defies gravity Uh uh-huh but uh yeah i was like that's fucking cool man he came out with the whole thing and everything and i remember you uh you spent your time you spent some time after high school getting a dual disc Oh yeah, no, that was during high school. I remember. Was I it during, during high, high school? school? I don't remember. Yeah, I, too I forgot much. who I got it from as well. I got it, but it was already broken too. Um, yeah, but I mean, it was it's still a rare commodity. I still have it too. I need to fix that. I mm. can, I can probably JB weld it or something, you know. Yeah, you're pretty. We'll handy. see. Yeah, I try to be. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun, man. And you know, some of the <laughs> there's so many iconic quotes. I just can't remember them all. I actually told you I was starting to rewatch the series last night just to kind of get into the groove of things again get some mm-hmm. quotes ho- hopefully and there is a few of them in the in the first few episodes that are just great quotes and there's some other ones as well um mm-hmm. but let's see one of the um one of the better earlier quotes was uh i, I was just saying earlier but it's kaiba telling a uh, yugi while they're dueling um so you know the the context of this is a uh, yugi's grandpa solomon moto um has a game store yeah he has like his own little like game store and he has like a really expensive card, you know, uh, like that his friend gave to him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Yugi and his it's, classmates go after school to go check it out. Mm-hmm. And then Kaiba's four. Yeah. One of four, only four exist in the whole world. And, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, Kaiba rolls through to see if, um, to see if it's a uh, blue eyes, white dragon and which it was, you know, he shows it. It's like, Oh my God, it's so rare. So he busts out his freaking briefcase full of a shit ton of rare cards. And he's like, I'll trade you all of these, you know, for the card. And he goes, no, 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 I don't want to trade it, man. You know? <laughs> 
and then he's like, what about money? I'll give you all the money. He goes, no, nah, like, I don't care if it's worth a lot or if it's rare or not. Like, it's, my friend gave it to me. Like, I want to keep this. So uh, Kaiba's able to go to him into dueling. You know, he's like, I'm going to show this kid a lesson. And then he finds out that, you know, Kaiba has three of the four blue eyes, white dragons. And the reason he wants it from uh, Yugi's grandpa, so it won't be used against him mm-hmm. in a duel. So after he gets it, he rips it. Yugi's grandpa is so fucking heartbroken or something or whatever, dude, that he's like going to the hospital. Like, dude, dude has a heart attack over a car. <laughs> Shit, dude, right? Oh my God. So he's like, here you go, Yugi, use my fucking dumbass deck that just lost to Kaiba and show mm. him, show him the power. It's um, a bad deck. <laughs> it's a pathetic deck. And that's where this line comes from is uh, towards the end of the. Um, of the duel because you know it goes back and forth they do a good job on kind of you know balancing it back and forth but by the end of it kaiba has three blue eyes white dragon out on the field he's mm-hmm. he's uh getting ready to you know uh finish off uh yugi and mm-hmm. he's like draw your last pathetic card so i can end this yugi um you know basically telling him like dude just like hurry the fuck up let's get this over with you fucking suck bro your grandpa's deck sucks it's got pathetic ass cards in there you're pathetic because you're you know your grandpa's grandkid um and then to which, you know, we'll do a two-in-one with the quotes. Uh, Yugi re- replies, my grandfather's deck has no pathetic cards, Kaiba, but it does contain the unstoppable Exodium, um, which is like, in the real world, it's an instant win. If you have all five Exodia cards in your hand, you just win the game. Mm-hmm. But in TV show, because there's no rules to this game besides just putting cards down, he just fucking brings everything out at once and just wins. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh... Yeah. That's one of the rare win conditions in that game, which uh, I think is really fun. Like, if you get all pieces of Exodia, which is five cards in a minimum forty-card deck, so what are the odds of getting all five of them in one? In one, in one I hand? know, right? Yeah, it's very difficult. I wish there was more support for doing stuff like that because I think it'd be really fun. You know, just racing to see who gets all cards in their hand first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the game has different win conditions, which is great. Which was yeah, Kaiba so was going for. Yeah, and but he lost because. Uh, the deck is not it, pathetic. Yeah, he, well, there's no pathetic cards in his grandpa's deck. <laughs> that was still really dope, though. He brings out Exodia, the and it, it's it's using the Kaiba technology with the holograms and everything, and it comes out with this pentagram and stuff. Oh, that's what had happened. That's why he had a fucking heart attack. He was just like, what the fuck are all these monsters doing? <laughs> that's oh what it was. He's, <laughs> He's like, holy oh, shit. My oh, heart. fuck. Holy crap! My dark magician girl's tits are fucking huge. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I shit myself was at a hologram. I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck, man! But yeah, the show's great. I, I was telling you before the podcast started, like how shitty the show is, but it's still good. Like I still have fun watching it, but it's like holy crap! Is it? Does it, it doesn't hold up the way I thought it would. You know, like I get it. Pokemon didn't hold up, but it's like, fuck, that's for little little kids. Oh, and Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! is horrible. Yeah, but yeah, Yu Gi Oh is like three steps above that. It's like you know a few rungs above that, but it's still like holy crap. This is I like Yu Gi Oh more because it has a little bit more stakes and people lose. Oh, me like, too, for sure, dude. Things. As in, well, sure. Pokemon does not have that. It's like, well, we um, had a good time. Excuse me, excuse me. Have you not watched Pokemon the first movie? Motherfucker dies. I mean, I mean, modern Pokemon. After I want to say Generation Three, they, they, it becomes it becomes a very. I, I want to say bad. That, that's the word I'm going to use. Is bad for now. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Pokemon first movie. Yeah, someone dies in that. He dies, dude. <laughs> they redid that recently too. With yeah, the, I saw that. The I choose you or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Mewtwo gets a lot more dialogue in that. 
he gets a lot more dialogue in it. And I think, who was it that kills him? And, and I think it was still Mewtwo, right? Mewtwo and Mew fighting. I have um, just it, gets so I'm not sure. Vaporized, bro. He, this one, he doesn't turn to stone. He just, <laughs> He's gets just gone. Vaporized, like, boom. <laughs> yeah, shit was dope, though. Fuck Ash, he's a scrub, dude. He loses everywhere he goes, man. Not anymore. Oh, you mean this one time? This one out of 20 times? Well, this is supposed to be his end, like his the end of his journey. Yeah, he better retire, bro, if this is the best he's ever going to do. I That's what I said. Hey, don't don't get me wrong, man. I, no one hates Ash more than I do. I think he's pathetic after a long time of just losing and losing and losing. It's like, bro, there, there's a reason they weren't aging him up, because if he was our age still losing like that, like, fuck, that'd be so sad. They'd be like, come on, bro, like, let the kids Just give up. up. I would just let give up. Let the kids play their game. Because you'd be playing against kids after a while. Like, mean, like 80% of the duel or the duelists, the trainers are kids. Mm-hmm. So it'd just be to the point where it's like, hey, bro, like, uh, you need to go easy on these kids, man. Like, I know <laughs> you're, you take this really seriously, but the kids need to have fun, man. <laughs> you, have, you have 30-year-old Ash losing all the time to kids, and he's drunk at this point. He's like, I, I, I can't his Pikachu has like fucking hip dysplasia. It's all <laughs> fucked up, you know. He's wearing a diaper. His Charizard is <laughs> worse at abusing him now. <laughs> no, his Charizard just like doesn't even fucking come out of the Pokeball anymore. He's like, I have it in the ball. I just won't come out. <laughs> uh, oh man, what quote you have for me, man? So let's give a little bit more uh, context to what Chainsaw Man is. Chainsaw Man is about uh, uh, demons and people. And our main character is half demon, half person, and uh, he envelops the uh, uh, the um, he embodies the fear of uh, what chainsaws are. So you know we we watch scary movies and you see a chainsaw, it's roaring, it's it scares you, right? Like it's gonna yeah. chop me up, I'm gonna bleed all over the place. That that's what the the chainsaw man's supposed to embody: the fear of being chopped up and and bleeding all over the place. Okay. So, we have the Chainsaw Man, who uh, his name he he has a name. He's called Denji. And, Denji. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, he uh he works for an organization that's um that is made to take down these devils. They're called devils or demons. And the the idea is, if they work together with some demons to take them out, they'll be killing a lot less people because they're pretty rampant and they're killing a lot of people on the on a on a daily basis is it like and, demon slayer uh no because i've never seen it so i don't i can't tell you for sure <laughs> so no it might be exactly the same but i don't know it might be the same i can't tell you for sure but um like i said uh they embody fear and uh the more someone fears something the stronger they are so um there's there's a mention of a really strong demon called the gun demon and we all know that people are scared of guns Guns are scary. They shoot people. People die. So you have a, a bunch of different kinds of devils like that that are all around the world, and they embody some kind of fear. And uh, it's uh, Denji's job to uh, go out there and kill these kinds of demons. His main goal is to kill the gun demon because he was promised something, which I will quote later. But um, uh, let's see. Let me get a quote for from our main character, Denji. Let's see. Okay, so our main character, Denji, he starts as like this pathetic guy. He's broke. He can't get anything. And uh, he has very simple dreams. He just wants to eat delicious food. And it doesn't even have to be that great. His idea of delicious food is just bread with some jam on it. And um, when he gets uh, he gets hired to, uh, to be a, a, a devil hunter, 
he's barely starting to make friends and he says if there's any if there's a devil that'll be my friend then i'll take it because i've never had any and uh the idea behind this quote is because uh he starts working for the organization they uh start he sees that there's more devils out there that are pretty friendly and they're weaker but they're still they're still out there trying to fight the good fight and he meets them he gets to know them and he's like you know what these people aren't so bad they might kill a lot of people but they're they're my friends yes um hold on fuck i lost it anyways so that's uh the idea behind uh that quote is because uh denji's such a he was raised in such a shitty way with no friends no no real dreams or anything like that the idea of just making any kind of friends is um is is like a godsend to him right right he, he's so appreciative of it he appreciates everything that he gets but yeah that's cool man that's cool all right uh my next quote is gonna come from so we did kaiba you know with the last pathetic card yugi with oh that i don't have any pathetic cards um two let's see who do we have right here let's do one of my favorite characters one of everybody's favorite characters though which is um uh we'll do a couple (laughs) a couple of quotes because the first one's very quick and there's not a lot of context for it in the sense Mm -hmm. of like all right you know um and it's from joey wheeler joey wheeler's everybody's favorite japanese brooklyn guy Mm -hmm. um new york (laughs) yeah i'm walking here i'm walking here you um yeah one of his quotes is uh i found out i hate virtual dogs and uh i think it was just something he had to go and look out for something in a video game or something like that. i don't even fucking remember it's just a funny quote i found out i hate virtual dogs mm-hmm. like what the fuck man um but another one which will give you <laughs> which will give you an insight into joey's simple mind yeah because even when he tries to be complex or have a few layers it just does not work out um and he goes uh I think he's dueling Yugi and he's telling him, and I bet it's a trap card, but wait, Yugi knows me and he knows I would think that. So maybe it's not a trap. <laughs> maybe it's a monster card, but wait, if he knows that I would think that. So is it really is a trap, but what if he knows that I know that he knows, Oh, forget it. I'm just going to attack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just shows you Joey's just like tries to tries to form thoughts and he's just like i'm too dumb to, why am he's, i even trying to think he's this overthinking it you're basically defeating yourself at that point it's like yeah. uh there's you know there's mind games to playing um paper rock scissors it's basically like oh that. yeah you're oh, just yeah, thinking yeah. like oh man what if he throws rock what if he throws rock i have to throw paper but man if he doesn't throw rock i'm gonna lose and just like overthinking it. <laughs> i think there's a little bit more con- isn't there a context to why joey hates dogs as well because uh, i think uh kaiba beat him so bad he's like oh you're my pet now or something like that i forget dude yeah probably Uh, yeah probably speaking of pets um going back to the chainsaw man thing uh before denji became the chainsaw man he was just a regular guy or whatever but he made friends with the the a devil and it was a little dog it was like a little round dog thing it has like a little nose for a chainsaw and it was this sweet little dog or whatever and and that's when he started like sharing his dreams with the dog and the dog in return like he enjoyed that and uh when uh when denji was in the middle of dying he um the dog actually speaks to him for the first time and he says i liked hearing about your dreams denji this is a contract 
I'll, I'll be in your heart in exchange. Show me more of your dreams. So that's how he becomes the chainsaw man is he shared all these dreams with his little dog. Yeah. And even though the dog was a, de- uh, a demon or a devil, a demon, he was, uh, he was just a sweet little dog and he never really hurt anybody. So when Denji took him in and actually like shared whatever food he had around, um, they, they shared everything together. And that's when Denji started sharing his dreams with them and they, they formed a bond. And then when Denji got to the point where he was about to die, um, the dog came in and saved his life, and that's when they infused each other, or whatever. And then that's how he became the chainsaw. How was he man. about to die? Uh, I don't want to say that because that's spoilers. But uh, a, a little—I'll give you a little bit of thing, uh, something of it. He gets chopped up into pieces. Damn! By a chainsaw? I will not say what because it's, <laughs> it's story—it's story oriented, and I want people to actually experience this. But yeah, no, okay. he. Uh, he uh, fuses with the dog together, and they that's how he becomes the Chainsaw Man and saves his life. He's the Chainsaw Man. So what was the quote again? <clears throat> I liked hearing about your dream, dreams, Denji. This is a contract. I'll be in your heart in exchange. Show me your dreams. That's cool. That's a good quote. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And then he turns into this killer Chainsaw Man and just chops <laughs> up people. Well, chops up demons. All right. So another quote from our boy Joey. Um, and it's uh okay, that's it. There's only one duelist that could be that annoying. Um, so it was the context is uh there's some there's a duelist pretending to be a masked duelist, you know, Madam Butterfly or whatever is what she's going by. But he's like, I know who the fuck this bitch is. It's fucking my Valentine. You know, so he's yeah. like saying like <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the, there's an on on again off again thing like a sexual tension between joey and uh my um mm-hmm. especially like later on in the series early on it's very straightforward my thinks he's a fucking scrub he's joey's pathetic. annoyed at her because joey yeah he's i mean you you just heard the last quote he's fucking stupid like he's dumb Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you know, and J- because she rags on him, Joey's like, "Oh, this annoying ass bitch. This is all fucking broad. God damn it, <laughs> <laughs> <This> broad. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, you're lucky you're not my woman. Otherwise, I put you in your place, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is she over um, here playing with cards? She should be in the kitchen, right? Yeah, right. You know, over here playing with your smelly cards. I just watched that episode too, where he figures out the uh the trick that she's uh got all her cards that smell differently. Yeah, with perfume, um, which is really clever. Right. Um, but yeah, and then uh, that's a quote from Joey about Mai. And then uh, the the crazy thing about Mai is um, she very comes very much comes off as a materialistic, you know, uh, woman. Very shallow. Initially. Very... Yeah, very shallow, which she, she is. I mean, but she's real about it. Though. She's like, I don't give a fuck about all this shit. I'm here to yeah, get money. Yeah, I respect money. it. I respect you know, yeah, it's it. respectable. That's her life. That's what she wants she's, to do. She's super upfront about it. She's like, you know what? If you don't have money or the in this in this case, I think valuable cards as well. She yeah, she, she wants nothing to do with you. Which uh, yeah. I mean, uh, she's upfront about no, it. She's, she's straightforward. Yeah, and and she's not playing any games in the sense of like, oh no, I, I like you for this and that's like, no, fuck you. If you got nothing to provide for me, what the fuck do I want from you? Um, and then this, you know, talking about that, that her next this next quote is uh, from my Valentine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the the contest when she's talking to uh, Taya, which is the female companion of uh, Yugi and the gang, um, you know, basically asking why the, you know, she she hangs with them. She's like, oh, they're my best friends, blah, 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 you know, whatever female logic she has. Um, and then Mai's <laughs> like, in my experience, their type is only good for moving furniture or fixing cars. 
you know so she she <laughs> thinks of men as like you know a lesser you know a lesser being um which again in her world that's probably what it is you know they can't provide her what she wants in the sense of like intellectual conversation maybe or emotional you know relationships so she's like i've just found that you know again the quote is in my experience Mm-hmm. Their type is only good for moving furniture or fixing cars, mm-hmm. which, you know, makes sense, though, too, is like you kind of attract what you're your you, what you want. Right. You know, all she wants from them is their money or whatever they can provide. So if that's all they she wants for them to provide, then, they, yeah, they probably can't provide anything else. Like, you know, you, you kind of reap what you sow in the sense of uh, the people you attract sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. That goes um, back to like her being very shallow. She's only looking for the surface. Like yeah. what they can provide in the surface, which is in this case is money, power, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but she moving never looks furniture, fixing cars. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Those grease monkeys. I mean, they got to get in there and yeah, and fix yeah, my car. Fucking Joey, that little fucking mook. I mean, he uh, he, he does speak like a like with a with <laughs> he's a accent, so he probably yeah. does work in a garage. Um, and then uh, I'll go on to now. We'll um, uh, yeah. If you want to do another quote oh, or two, I, I, and then... I got two. So, um, uh, when, uh, when our main character Denji starts working for the, he starts, he gets, uh, scouted out by this female character called Makima and, uh, she realizes what he is, what he can do. And, uh, she is a very powerful woman. Anybody who watches Chainsaw Man, be on a lookout for Makima. You'll see her. You'll see what I mean. She's a powerful, powerful character and um i'll give you a little bit of context of what i mean is uh when she looks at denji for the first time actually i'll I'll quote this other one she says i like humans in the same way that humans are so fond of dogs they are loyal they are easily handled they're easy easily handled clever and stupid just watching them is fun also they love me so she owns a lot of a lot of not people, but she controls a lot of people and she controls them like she controls dogs. And a dog is always loyal as soon as you tame them. And that's how she intends to treat Denji, the main character. So as soon as she sees them, she tells them, you are my pet now. I'm going to treat you like a dog and that's the best you're going to get out of me. Um, she promises them a little bit more later, but uh, I'll go on to the next quote. <clears throat> you forget, you're my pet now. All you get all you get to say is yes or woof. Uh, I don't need a dog that's going to say no. So again, she's treating Denji like a dog. And you know what? Denji fucking loves it. He eats it up. He, that's like the most affection he's ever gotten in his whole life. And he's like, you know what? This is probably the best I'm ever going to get. He's so a, that's why he, what's that word? Um, is it a masochist? Uh, it's a little bit not masochist because I don't think he's aware what that is. Uh, it, it, it goes more to where he appreciates any kind of um, any kind of uh, human interaction. What's the other word? Is a simp? He's a simp. Uh, it's a little bit closer to simp. Yeah, I'll say that. Right on, right on. But yeah, that that's uh that's Makima in the in a nutshell. Where she's super powerful and she's able to, like I said, she's able to. She pinpoints what Denji's uh needs are as long as uh, along with his uh, desires. She hammers down on that and she says if you want any of this to come true you become my dog and you work for me and you're loyal to me and he eats it up he's like yes i will do that and as long as you fulfill these little things that i want that's all i need 
That's funny. That's um, yeah, it's good. It's a good quote. Um, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll do a couple more uh, my ones. Um, mm-hmm. and then I'll let you wrap up your your last one. Uh, mm-hmm. so the first one is uh the context. I think it was uh after Taya talked to Mai and informed her of why Joey's doing what he's doing, right? Why he's dueling, um, why he's at the Duelist Kingdom and whatnot. Do you remember what his motives were for participating in the uh, the event? Uh, just for participating or for winning? Well, yeah, to, to, you know, why he wants to win, why he wants to be in the event to win. Uh, who again? Joey. Joey? Oh, uh, money. Yeah, why does he need the money? Because he has a sister. Yeah, and his sister is dumb. No, she's going blind. <laughs> yeah, she's going blind. So he needs Extra money to get some room new eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're yeah. gonna do. We're gonna have some Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Goof, we're gonna get you some new eyeballs. We'll get yeah. you two Millennium eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be able to look into your mind, Roman. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. She uh, she has a disease where her uh, vision's going bad. Her, her her vision was worse than mine, but uh. Yeah, she, her vision's going bad. Damn, and, <laughs> she's not even real, bro. Why are you trying to flex on her like that? <laughs> I, I sympathize. I'm like, you know what? She had it worse than I did. But yeah, you're right. Uh, she, uh, Joy was in it for the money to to save his sister. Right. So he's got these these like really cheesy, but like you know, pure hearted like motive. Um, and uh, once my figure that out, because again, initially she looks at men as these baser things, nothing to offer. She looks down on Joey because he's stupid. He sucks at the card game. He's stupid. He's an asshole. He's stupid. And uh, yeah, man, he's just kind of dumb overall, at least in her stupid, eyes and in stupid, reality. Stupid. Right. Um, but when she's talking to Joey about it and stuff, um, she tells him like, yeah, I heard about, you know, your motives or whatever. And she, the quote is, uh, sounded like a bad soap opera, to be honest. But then who doesn't love a bad soap opera? So it shows her kind of softening up towards Joey, you know, being like, hey, you know, I get it, man. Like. You're stupid. I get it, dude. <laughs> but uh, you know, you can still be a good guy. You know, maybe you have a little bit more to offer than uh, than that, boy. That's when she softens up to him, right? She's like, yeah, you know yeah. What? She starts kind of like you know coming around, uh, which leads into uh, the next quote, which is uh, later on in the series, uh, where she says, "Joey really surprised me. When I met him, he was an okay duelist with a big mouth." Now he's a great duelist with a big mouth. <laughs> uh, so again, it's just sort of showing that she's also not only you know coming to she's, like she's him, but also growing as a person. She's big, yeah, begrudgingly respecting him as well, um, mm-hmm. which was cool. Like it was again. I remember the they did a lot of character building with um, with uh, Mai over the series. The Battle City arc was really good for her as well. Um, yeah, she was just a really good character. Yeah, she was great. Joey as well did a lot of character growth. The ones that didn't get growth were like, uh, who's the other guy? Tristan. Tristan. But he's not. Yeah. A, he wasn't a duelist though. Like, but he's always there. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and he's trying well, to I mean, hit. He, on, he's trying to hit on Joey's. Sister. I was gonna. That's I was gonna say weird. he has some Joey's sister, so he does get some character development. You know, he loses virginity. Well, I mean, he might have had <laughs> lost it beforehand, but <laughs> right. You know, we never know. I mean, my, my bad for assuming. Right, my bad for assuming. Yeah. Um. Uh, who knows though? Joey's sister might be a hoe too. We don't know. Um. She doesn't know what she's doing, you know. She was like, "Oh my god, this lollipop tastes weird." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's messed up. <laughs> Tristan, you oh, terrible oh, person. I know, right? Um, <laughs> oh, maybe that's why she likes him. She's like, "Oh man, I don't know what the fuck he did, but that felt good." Um, oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, <laughs> do you have one more quote um, before I wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, 
the way uh demons work in the in the world is um at least mo- some of them do is uh in order for them to get stronger or more powerful or have energy they need to consume blood it, it like almost instantly reju- rejuvenates them and makes them able to fight or whatever at least for the chainsaw man and um he comes up he comes up and fights this kind of demon that constantly is growing the more you chop him up, the more he grows or whatever. Kind of like a hydra. Almost like a hydra, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're on the same same wavelength there. Anyways, uh, but um, the monster he's fighting, uh, is he, like he's constantly cutting him up or whatever. So he's cutting him up. The monster's bleeding all over the place, beating him up or whatever. But every time he cuts him, he starts bleeding more and more and more. So what happens is uh, he says this, uh, you get cut up by me and bleed. I drink your blood and recover. I accidentally co- completed the perpetual motion machine. That that Nobel Prize Nobel Prize is mine. So essentially, what I mean is saying is that he gets beat up by this monster all the time, and the monster he cuts up the monster at the same time. He starts bleeding into the to Denji's mouth, and then it's over and over, constant battle, battle over and over, until finally the monster kind of gives up because he runs out of power himself. He's not Denji isn't really bleeding. So that's I really like that quote because he says, you know what, I'm gonna cut you all all I want. I'm gonna keep feeding on your blood and getting stronger, and you're just gonna run out eventually. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the character is filling up his tank while the other guys is running out. Right? Eventually, yeah, running out. Yeah, even yeah. though he appears to be infinite, he is not. Right. Uh, yeah, I had some more, but I'll, I'll leave it for another time because uh, there's another character called Power. I really like her as a character, but I'll leave that for because I really want to talk about this story sometime. Yeah, for sure, man. Probably save it for a Weaving Words episode at some point. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the last um, the last quotes is going to be three of them. I'll try to run through them pretty quick. Uh, from uh, another character in the series called uh, Bakura. Um, so if you haven't watched the series, uh, there's a lot of Yami versions of characters like Yami Yugi, Yami Bakura, Yami um, Merrick. Um, but the Yami just means like other spirit or whatever. I forget what it means exactly. There's an actual hard translation, but it's basically like an alter ego for the characters. Yeah. So Bakura, he's one of the classmates in the for Yugi and them, and he's a nice kid, really nice kid. But then when he's asleep or when the spirit feels like coming out of uh, Yami Bakura, it's like a thief, like this crazy, like like evil thief. And his whole thing is that he wants to like steal all the Millennium you know, items so you can have like ultimate power or whatever. Um, and you kind of start seeing again with Bakura being so nice and such a kind hearted kid. And then you just see how cutthroat um, uh, Yami Bakura is, is, is kind of trippy because uh, the first quote is a uh, no, I'm disappointed because I have to end this duel so quickly. I wanted to prolong your misery. It, it shows that he, he uh, relishes and, you know, people suffering mm-hmm. and, uh, and he likes to mess with their heads, mess with their hearts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the next quote is, uh, come on, it's a game. You should try to have fun. So he, while he's playing with them and torturing him, he's like, no, come on, like, let's have fun. This is to him. This is what having fun is, right. Is playing with, uh, with people's, uh, minds, with their hearts, with their souls. He has, um, uh, one of the best cards in the game, which is called change of heart, change of heart. Yeah. It was pretty dope. It was a cool card. I know it's still um, a great card, but yeah. Yeah. The um the last quote is from him as well, which says, uh, because again, the spirit is from Egyptian times, quote unquote, you know, in this Yugi universe. Yeah. Uh, but uh he says, present day humans are so fun to terrorize, don't you agree? So again, like it, it shows that he's the, the the whole time he's enjoyed just playing with people's minds and torturing them and terrorizing them one way or another. 
um, you know, throughout millennia, right? The idea is that this has been going on for millennia since, you know, the Pharaoh times, you know, Egyptian times. Um, but yeah, just a really cool, really interesting character, really cool quotes. Um, and again, uh, maybe later on I'll do, uh, some other time I'll do the same thing, like another Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh episode and try to get some more quotes. Um, cause I know there's more of them. I just can't remember off the top of my head. I'm, I'm rewatching the series. So maybe I'll take some notes as I watch it. It's Yu-Gi-Oh's just hard cause the sh- Yu-Gi-Oh is one of the longest running series. I think it has one of the most episodes in Japan. So yeah, there's really? plenty out there. Yes. It's up there. Oh, damn. But yeah, you know, it's, it's fun, man. Um, but yeah, dude, yeah, next time we'll uh, we'll talk some more quotes, uh, have some more fun, uh, talk about some more Egyptian gods and stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, Obelisk's Tormentor, you know, baptizing people and stuff, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the Millennium, whatever. All right, Goof. Anything you want to plug? No. All right. If you guys haven't heard, uh, we'll be hopefully uploading soon the first episode of uh, Goofy's new podcast called uh, Character Select. Um, And it should be a lot of fun. Uh, The first episode uh, had me talking about Superboy. And then the second episode will definitely be me talking about Kaiba. I don't know what Goofy's going to talk about, though. All right, guys. uh, If you haven't already, definitely recommend subscribing. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. uh, I think I'm going to have a Twitter. if you have any questions, definitely uh, email us or hit us up on one of the um, one of the social media sites we have. It's gonna be Weaving Words Podcast on pretty much everything. We have a server, Hooligan Squad Discord server. If you have any questions, want people to come on, there's anything you recommend that's in the same vein of what we talked about that we should check out. Let us know. We're always open to new stories, new series. At least I am. I don't know about Goofy, um, but yeah, I like I'll stories. see you later, guys. Adios. Bye. No, you don't. Fucking liar. Bye.